dope. Every day, though, the ones who enhance the flow. You know them Bruce Lee roars and possess the glow. Yo, you're the last dragon, so you're good to go. You're giving back to the world or why you're crushing your gold. See, you ain't gotta see it. You can just be it. You're the streets hope. Yeah, God told me you're dope. And you're here just to give us some pearls. We appreciate that so we can share with the world. See, you ain't gotta see it. You can just be it. You're the streets hope. Yeah, God told me you're dope. Dope to dope to dope. Nope, you're dope. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Everyday Dope, the podcast about dope people who do dope things. And when do they do these dope things? Well, quite frankly, they do them every day. I'm your host, Mr. Sheffield. Today's guest is going to be Jaleesa Jackson. She's a published author. Her and some close friends started the podcast Sports and Bullshit, and she loves to give back by coaching cheerleading at her local recreation center. How are you doing today, Miss Jackson? I am great. How are you? Sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, Ooh. Lord. How many times a day you hear that? You know, <laughs> at least twice. I hate that song. That's literally my least favorite <laughs> Outcast song for that reason. Because you hear it all the time. Because I hear it all the time. And when it came out, I was in middle school. And people would see my mom and be like, oh, hey, Miss Jackson. Ooh. And I'm like, okay. Ooh. Y'all getting on my nerves. <laughs> With this, all right. So, don't you think cheerleaders? I mean, with you culture cheerleaders and all, don't you think cheerleaders should be given the credit for teaching the world how to spell aggressive? I just yes, think, I just think so. They should. There are several words as an adult. I'm 31. Okay, that I can only spell if I'm saying it in a cheer. Okay. Defense, offense, <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, and then because of Gwen Stefani, banana. But like, I have to. <laughs> I have to sing those or say a cheer. And I'm like, wait, is, did I spell aggressive right? Oh, I did. P-E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. Yes. Yeah, well, I love it. So we're going to start you off with the same question we start everybody else off with. What's your definition of dope? My definition of dope is anything that makes you feel warm and tingly on the inside. Warm and tingly on the inside inside i like christmas movies they make me warm and tingly on the inside christmas is dope christmas is dope christmas warm and movies tingly. are dope mm-hmm. especially the ones on hallmark what makes you tingly besides beyonce and lebron um so beyonce lebron <laughs> um broadway broadway that's like my love and um dream girls oh, that's yeah, my come on that's one of my favorite i write vocals <laughs> i got the original soundtrack on vinyl oh what yeah i found it for like 31 um, yeah uh, oh no you might be 51 <laughs> <laughs> um but what else makes me think uh and then of course books. books like that's my that's my happy place okay what's your favorite book of all time of all time what is my favorite book of all time? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with The Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby. Uh, I was supposed to read it in 10th grade. I skipped it. Sorry. But it's still at the house. I'm going to get to it. You should right. read it. Okay, I'll try it. It's mm. great. Daisy's a terrible person. So just <laughs> fair warning there. But that was like, I. that was the one book in school that I read. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. It made you warm and tingly on the inside. It made me warm and tingly. It was super dope. (laughs) Yes. So that book was dope. Now, speaking of books, you write books. Well, at least uh, novelettes or novellas. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're Jaleesa Jackson. Yes. But who in the world is October Brown? October Brown is my pen name. Mm -hmm. Where did she come from? She came from, it's actually very simple. A lot of people are like, oh, that's such a dope name. Like, where? how'd you come up with it? My birthday is in October. Okay, coming up. And my mama's maiden name is Brown. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I knew I wanted October to be the first 
part of my pen name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, what's I need? I didn't want to just be October. That was stupid. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, this is how I can honor my mama. Uh-huh. We're going to be brown, October brown. And that's kind of how she was born. That makes you tingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your pen name is dope. Right. So now what happened was you posted on Twitter. You're like, next week, I'm going to be a published art author. And I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. Like, Because I think dopeness is when people pick up and do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a part of what I think is dope. And um, so I decided to actually buy your book, Just Me and You. Thank you. Um, and I read it. And it was amazing. It's a nice love story. Thank you. So um, where did that story come from? Is it real? Is it you? It's, Who is it? No, it's not real. It's actually not anybody that I know, which is weird because typically when I write, it's uh-huh. based off of something that's happened. Um, but really, the inspiration honestly came from a playlist that was tweeted out on Twitter And I can't even remember whose playlist it was, but I listened to it and I was like, this got to be like the most romantic playlist I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. I was driving to Chick-fil-A and like I had an idea pop up of like they're planning a wedding. It's getting to be overwhelming. They're just going to go ahead and get married. Right. And I wrote it in like four days because the people around them were kind of getting on the nerves. Yeah, they were doing too much. So what was on this playlist that was posted? Oh, there was songs by, so my favorite, like, one of my most favorite songs. If Tevin songs, Campbell won on there, was trash. I'm just letting he, you know. It, Tevin Campbell was not on this what? playlist. This was more like a jazzy romance. Oh, okay. Um, but Innocent and Middle Mood was on there, and that's one of, like, I think that's one of the most romantic songs ever. And it has no words, but who, it just is romantic. Who made that song? Um, That's Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. Oh, okay. Um, I, do know, I know Coltrane. So they were on there. Cleo Soul is on there. Um, Brianna J. It's a bunch of like independent artists. They're, it's nobody super big. Okay. But I was just like, oh, I had this inspiration. And I literally you. pulled, I got home and I was as I was eating nuggets, I was typing, typing. it up. And it just really kind of flowed out. And that's never happened before. Okay. So I really enjoyed the story. Now, will there be a part two? Yes. When, so, do, when, do, we, when, when do we get that? I'm in the process of writing part two now. The plan or the goal was to have it out October 10th. That's your birthday. Um, no, my birthday is the 24th. Oh, okay. But the goal was October. T- I was like, oh, 10, 10 plus 20. And oh. I had to. <laughs> so in the book, their wedding date is actually October 10th, 2020. So I was like, oh, mm. I can have the book come out on their actual wedding date. But I've been learning a lot about my writing process. Um and I thought, you know, it would be easy. Oh, let me just write an outline and then I'll just type based off my outline. It doesn't work like that for me. Okay. I can think of a plan, but it's strange. My characters kind of talk to me. and like, no, this is what we're going to do. So we're in the process. I'm hoping to get it out by the end of October, but I'm not going to make any guarantees. Because um, I've spoken to a few authors that I read or that books who I've read and they've been very welcoming and kind of offering me some advice. And the biggest thing that everyone, the most consistent thing I hear is take your time, take your time. Don't rush it. You can set a deadline for yourself, but what you don't want to do is get so focused on hitting that deadline that it compromises the integrity of your story. Mm-hmm. Let so your you can't force art. Yeah, you can't force it. They're like, you got to let your characters guide you. And sometimes they are going to go completely left from where you thought thought they were gonna go (laughs) and you just have to go with that and 
what I've gotten down so far is completely different from what I was planning, but I lo- like I'm in love with it. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, we just gonna keep going down this little road, and we gonna see what's gonna happen. See where the characters take you. Mm-hmm. So you say you learned about your writing process. Mm-hmm. So what have you actually learned about writing and you know how you work, not how writing works, but how Jalisa works as a writer? What I've learned the most is I cannot force it. Mm-hmm. Um. Ideally, I'd like to be able to say, oh, yeah, I sit down for an hour and a half every day and I write these words and I love everything. But some days I just just hate what you write. It doesn't come out well. Mm -hmm. Or some days I'll just be sitting there looking at a document and I can't find the inspiration or I can't really find the words. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been something that's been interesting, just kind of understanding and learning. Some days you're not going to be able to write. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not on a deadline. That's fine. Uh, Another thing is adult scenes. Yeah. Say that. (laughs) Um, Trying to find that balance in between being descriptive so that it's a good scene, but not being overly descriptive. So the reader's like, okay, girl, like, can they just do it? Because you're using all these words and we need to speed this process up. You don't want to turn into Zane. Exactly. Like, I want to have a happy, like, I want to have Zane moments. I think that there should be a few Zane moments in the book, but that's not what my books are going to be about. They're going to be about the the romance part. And I think that sex is a part of romance. Sex is a part of romance. It is. Um, So what I've learned to do with that is, if my characters are going to do it, I'm just leaving a note. Hey, they finna do it. And I will come back to that. Because that has to kind of be fleshed out. Now, now that's dope. <laughs> okay, so that was funny to you. <laughs> All right, so great author. Um, really enjoyed the book. Now, you're also a really big sports fan. Yes. Okay, so, and you started a podcast, uh, Sports and BS. How did that come about? Um, that came about a friend of mine, Janessa. Um, we all played fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Her, myself, my friend Samaria, and another friend, Nisha. Um, and she just came to us with an idea and was like, hey, I want to do a podcast about sports, but from a black woman's perspective. Okay. Um, she had another friend, Shay, who is our fifth co-host. Um, and we all got together and we decided – that there are a ton of sports podcasts out there. There are. There are some that are led by black women. Okay. Um, like one of my personal favorite is Gridiron Girls, and it's um, they're on Twitter. They do only football. We okay. didn't. There was not a podcast by black women about sports, period, Okay. out there. So we were like, well, we can do, and this is my favorite part about being a woman and being a sports fan because I can talk about the sports aspect of everything, all right. but I can also mix in the pop culture aspect mm. because I pay attention to all that. So is that the BS part? That's of the BS part of sports <laughs> and, B- and BS. Okay. That's what that is. So all the women are black, right? Yes. So what do you think is special about uh, black women's view in sports? Um, I think what is special about it? That's a good question. I think we get to talk about things from a different perspective. Um, one of the main things, and, and, I, and I'll get this every day, we get tested. Mm-hmm. As If you're a woman who says that you like sports, to men, what that automatically means is, hey, I'm going to give you a quiz real quick. Yeah, because I've given those quizzes. I'm sorry. No, I and yeah, I don't know why y'all do that. <laughs> um, but we offer a perspective. We know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We all have very strong opinions about 
sports and how that relates to everyday life and what we're watching. Um, and I think, I think anything from a black woman's perspective is just dope AF regardless. Well, I've said this before. Um, black women are amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's hands down. Thank you. I think, <laughs> I think that y'all are um, God's gift to earth. Um, so yeah, even when it comes to talking sports. So what's your most um, controversial sports opinion? Black woman. <laughs> My most controversial sports opinion. Okay, it's completely biased. I'm a Falcons <laughs> fan, so it's completely biased. But I just don't think that Drew Brees is that great of a quarterback. Oh. I just. But not anymore. He's definitely not anymore. Even when he was a good quarterback, I was like, oh, this is real regular. <laughs> and I've gotten into arguments, and you won't sway me on that. I, I don't even call him Drew Brees. I have a completely different name for him. Is it bad? It's pretty bad. <laughs> um, and I think that that's just because my dad is, my dad, is, that's who I get my sports from. My dad and my brother are the mm-hmm. reason I'm so into sports because okay. I didn't used to be like that. Um, but I just don't think that Drew Brees is that great. Yeah. And I know he'll be a first ball at Hall of Famer, and I know he has a number, so he has a ring, but he don't have no v- MVP, so. Okay. That's how <laughs> he does not that. have MVP. He does not. So, Big sports fan, so um, you know we talk about just cheering. Mm-hmm. You know, so you help the students or children in your community with cheering. Mm-hmm. Why, I mean, why cheer? What what makes that your sweet spot? I was a cheerleader. Okay. Um, well, I started cheering when I was God eight in the Cab County Rec League, and mm. if you're familiar with the Cab County Rec League, all like I know we, is Gresham Gresham Park. We do it big. <laughs> like there was competitions. You know, we. Some of the best cheerleaders in the state of Georgia came out of DeKalb County Rec League. Okay. Um, and I love to cheer. Like, it, that was just something that I had always done. I did it all throughout middle school, all throughout high school. So I wanted to get involved um, in my community, but I also had to honor my other commitments. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of came into effect, like, hey, I could work with these little babies for a few hours a week. We can do our little cheers. We can do our little thigh stands and have these cute little ribbons. Um, but it's really just me giving back. I feel like that's a big, uh, I feel like a lot, enough, not enough of us right. give back to our communities. So I, what do you think you're giving most of those little girls when you're out there? Like, is it discipline? Is it time? It's not, what it's is it? time and encouragement. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. I'm not out there to discipline. We have rules. Well, Well, I mean, like. Showing them how to be disciplined is yeah. what I'm asking. Yeah. yeah, like, hey, I need you to go home and practice. And everybody that comes back um, at our next practice, you're going to do the cheer. And if we get it right, then we're going to have a treat. If we do be aggressive right. If we, do, <laughs> we can spell aggressive correctly. <laughs> we're going to get a treat. We're going to all get some ice cream cones. So I just, you know, and, I, and unfortunately I wasn't able to do it this year because, you know. COVID. Yeah, because COVID. You know, we'll all be back when, you know. When it comes back. But my little, and I won't do uh, six and seven-year-olds anymore. Why not? uh, You know, I don't have the patience. Really is what it (laughs) pulls down to. (laughs) Like, my thing is, like, even when I was a cheerleader, when I was captain, my thing was precision. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, our arms have to be straight. Lines, straight. This is a clap, and this is a clasp. Like, and they, they're babies, so they can't grasp that. So I have to align myself kind of with my expectations. And I want to get those girls who are headed into middle school and high school so we can shore them up and make sure that when they go in for those tryouts, they're good to go. Because I, when I tried out for my high school team, I was, we had just moved to Gwinnett. I tried out. I couldn't tumble. Mm. Um, 
and my jumps weren't very good. They were okay, but they weren't super great. But I made JV. Mm-hmm. There were three freshmen that came in immediately on the JV squad, and I was one of them, and that's because I had great spirit mm-hmm. and because <laughs> my precision was there. That's right. So I'm like, you know, everybody can't tumble. Tumble's expensive. <laughs> Tumble is expensive. And it's hard. Trying to throw your body backwards, it's very difficult. <laughs> um, so just kind of finding those girls who have the heart, to do it, but necessarily not the skill. Let's sh- let's make sure that you have a skill that's going to be desirable, so you can be successful. Now that's dope. Ah. So, Jalisa, you are a wonderful artist. Um, you have all of this sports knowledge that we love to share and argue and talk about all the time yes. on Twitter. Uh, and then you're giving back to the uh, the girls with cheerleading, and that is just absolutely amazing. It's wonderful and it's dope. But now we need to figure out if you know what's going on in these streets. All right, Miss Jackson. Okay, we're we're back there. (laughs) All right. All right, we figured out that you're dope, but now we need to know what kind of knowledge you have. Right. So this question right here. You get it wrong, we put you out of the house. Yes, ma'am, we do understand that this is your house, but we will put you outside in the rain if you get this answer wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What's going to be the dopest? Hamilton or Wicked? Oh, man. Don't breathe into that microphone like that. You better answer that question. (laughs) You better dig down deep. Okay. Um, Hamilton or Wicked? Hamilton or Wicked. This is literally like... The most impossible decision. <laughs> and it, I'm really bored. I'm going to say. Which one makes you warm and visit it? I'm going to say Hamilton. Hamilton is better than Wicked. I'm going to say that Hamilton is better than Wicked for this reason. Okay. I got a reason. It's here it comes. Hamilton is telling the story of how America became America. Uh-huh. Hamilton is revolutionary for Broadway because that story about these white people was told by black and brown faces. Right. In in the in the hip hop form. That, and they were rapping about yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's what makes it. And I and, and I love me. Wicked is Wicked was my favorite. Wicked oh. used, Wicked was number 1 for like since Wicked Forever. came out in 2005. <laughs> Wicked has been number one. I've seen it 8 times. Hamilton Hamilton kind of changed my life almost. What? And when I say changed my life, like Hamilton came out where it was like a weird spot in life for me mm-hmm. when this sound, when the cast recording first came out. And it's so crazy because on my time hop today, it was about, oh my God, Hamilton cast recording just came out. I'm about okay. to live in live Miranda <laughs> world for like the rest of the week. I listen to Hamilton every day for like months. I know that whole soundtrack top wow. to bottom. And it just, I'd never seen that on Broadway before. Yeah, I saw Hamilton. It was, it was pretty amazing. It's just, it's just different. You wouldn't think, first of all, history, history is cool. History is not that interesting. History is not that. <laughs> His history is not that But when you put it that way, I'll listen. But when you know, you got cabinet battles as a rap battle. Well. They dropping bars. Like, it's not like. It's not lame. It's not corny. Yeah. Like, it's like dope. It's like, wait, did he just say that? <laughs> he right, did. Really? He did just say that. This all happened? Now, you are um, a performer yourself, right? I, yeah. Give I us, used to, give us I some used vocals. To get on this, oh, Give whoa, us some vocals right now. Whoa. Come on. Give us your, give it doesn't, your, give it us your best nippy. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, give us your best nippy. Um, <laughs> you put me on a spot. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. I just want y'all to know. Um, 
Okay. Uh, sorry, y'all. This is what I do when I get put on the spot. I usually need like a spotlight and I have stage fright. It's really weird. Oh, no, we're not on the stage. Go ahead. Sing that song. Um. Okay. What weekend song can I sing? It don't matter. I ain't got to be nippy. Sing what you want to sing. Um, I'm like drawing a complete blank. Seriously. <laughs> sing Beyonce. At this moment. Sing Halo. Okay, no, I got, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Clock strikes upon the hour and the sun begins to fade. Still enough time to figure out how to chase my blues away. That's all I got. Now that's dope. That was cool, Julissa. I like it. Thank you for obliging me there. You're you're welcome. <laughs> so what we figured out is that Hamilton is the dopest because it's history and they did it in a cool way and it's rapping and it's hip hop and it's all those things. Wicked was your favorite, but Hamilton yes. changed your life. It right? did. So why don't you tell us what's next? What's next for uh October Brown, Julissa? Jackson. Um, so next, uh, we do have the big day, which is my next book, which is if you read uh, just me and you, it's going to be the wedding. Okay. So we're actually going to get full a four full days wedding. Four like, days of wedding. Four days of wedding because this is ideally what I want my wedding to be. Oh, so I'm kind of on the African wedding. Putting my ideas. Well, not, well, I mean, <laughs> kind of hey, like that. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> um. So we're that's going to be next from October Brown. Um. And then I'm also going to start working i have an idea for a series a young adult series about a college show choir um so and i was in show choir in college so it's really kind of autobiographical sookster act meets pitch perfect kind of kind of pitch perfect meets glee oh glee is tight yeah so Mm -hmm. that that i'm kind of fleshing through that so that's what's next for october brown as far as the podcast is concerned we're still recording we're currently in season four um we dropped you know, every Thursday, not this week. It's a crazy week. We <laughs> tried to record yesterday, but we were like, y'all, it's just been... It's rough. It's been rough. We just couldn't fake it yesterday. Um, so we're continuing to do, you know, that. We got a pretty solid listening or list follower, followership, whatever you call it. Um, so just keep doing that. And then, you know... Live life. Live life. Survive 2020. Survive 2020. I need to be a t-shirt. Survive 2020. Survive 2020. Now, where can the people find you? What's your ad, your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, your MySpace? I am on Twitter and Instagram um, at Jaleesa, J-A-L-E-E-S as in Sam A underscore Nicole. Um, also, October Brown 1. So mm-hmm. at October Brown one on Twitter, and then you can follow the podcast, which is sports, the letter N B U L L S H one T. Okay. And that's really where you can find me. I'll, I'll be on Twitter all day. Oh. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be at work like, oh, uh, let me do some work. Oh, what they talking Twitter about on the timeline. Day. You guys, Jaleesa is super, super dope. She's figured out the things that make her warm and tingly on the inside. And um, that's writing, helping out with cheerleading. And talking about sports. And yep. that's really, really dope to us. So we thank you for coming by here. We thank you for being amazing and super dope. And we're going to see you on the other side. Thank you for tuning in to Everyday Dope. We hope you were inspired to live in your dopeness and celebrate the dopeness around you. Don't forget to rate, review, and share with your crew. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at My Everyday Dope. I'm your host, Mr. Sheffield, and we will see you 
on the other side.